Hello. I assume you're a reasonable person. It's me, Mike Catherwood. Like I said, I assume you're a reasonable guy or gal. So that means you want to save money. Who doesn't want to save money? Maybe an ostentatious person that just wants to show off like a rapper or something. But that's silly. No, it's not. We can both agree. Don't let Jason hear. Showing off is awesome. What I'm trying to say here is that in today's day and age, where we all want to save a couple bucks, there's no reason why everyone shouldn't be using honey. It's an absolutely fantastic product. What honey does is when you do your shopping online, which is where we do most of our shopping nowadays, you get honey and its software is pretty much tailor-made to help you save money at checkout. You don't have to do anything. Just go to honey, go to joinhoney.com slash high, you know, so they, they know that you came from the high and dry podcast. I'm not going. I don't use it. I, I, I burn $100 bills. He wipes his ass with $100 bills. Money is not my friend, so I'm sorry, honey. But not all of us are like Jason. We all want to save some money. So do it the right way. Do it with honey. Like I said, you don't have to do anything. You don't really have to add any extra effort. Once you get honey loaded in there in your toolbar right there on top of your PC or if you're using your phone, you go into the checkout whenever you're purchasing pretty much anything. They have an unbelievable collection of uh, partners that they work with and clients that they work with. For everyone do it. from Money's everyone for stupid from, people. Don't <laughs> listen to this guy. Food and produce and, uh, you know, retail. Who needs food? I use it at bodybuilding.com, you know, to keep the body in check. Um, but right at checkout, it just automatically uh, provides the savings and gives you the reduced price. And um, that's pretty awesome as far as I'm concerned. I can't tell you enough about how awesome Honey is, and you need to find out for yourself if you're not already on board. So go to joinhoney.com slash hi today. You ready? It's just too yeah. weird. It is weird, huh? It's like I'm hearing how stupid I actually sound. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. Are we that. rolling? No, but oh. now we are. All right. No, Welcome. we are. Yeah, we are. Welcome to High and Dry. <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm high and he's dry and I'm she's my wife. I got another dry guy. Mayhem. But he's also another dry fella. Allegedly. <laughs> chasing me around with a piss cup. Good. Yeah, yeah, they should Good. chase you around with yeah, a fucking I, piss cup. You know cup. what? I, I deserve that. Right. So you're here on the podcast. We talked the other day. I talked on my radio show for a second about it, but I just thought, because uh, some people I think are a little bit weird about it. But I know I, I, I think I, I was weirder about it than most people. My initial reaction of things that happened to you before you went to prison made me pretty angry. But I was already pretty disappointed in you already. But I also didn't take it personally. I knew that you were going through a lot of shit. And it was never like a, a personal thing. You just were out of your fucking mind. And you had no, seemed like you had no intentions of trying to pull it back in. So that was kind of the end of it for me. So every now and then I would see in the news that you were doing, you know, I mean, police were chasing you. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. But then I heard you do an interview right before you went to prison. Yeah. Where you were like, people should take care of their mental health. Like, I think that was from prison. I think maybe it was from prison. <laughs> I think so, so. Right. So I, <laughs> I was doing some Rick Ross type jailhouse interview on the yeah, phone. But, yeah, you should have dropped some beats, man. Yeah. But you, but you, it sounded like for the first time ever you were talking about taking responsibility for shit, you know? Well, look, when you're like all caught up in the middle of that shit, it's easy to like talk shit about the guy and it's easy for the guy to like 
read that shit and then get deeper into his affliction. You know, like you're suddenly just lost. And then you start thinking, oh, everyone hates me. So what? I'm, you know yeah, what? No I hate them more. Yeah. And then I, I, then you go around this and eventually you just catch on to it and kind of age out. You know, you realize like, wait a minute. How about instead of like looking outward, you know, I like look inward at what I could have done, you know, to curtail this situation and all them drinks and all those pills and all those, you know, women and all those whatever was like just compounding my problems instead of letting me be able to like take responsibility for the only thing that I have control of, which is my own actions. And do you think it's because of your childhood? Like, yeah, do you think because exactly. you, I mean, you, you never, you never said anyone could ever, if anyone tried to correct you, you were never a fan of that. Yeah. And that's cool most of the time. But sometimes when someone had a legitimate point, you were still like, fuck off, you're completely wrong. And well, then I'm that kind of, I feel like that escalated from the MTV show and money and stuff where you kind of had more, Listen, you were getting away with way more. Yeah, once you're like, like rich beyond your wildest dreams, okay? And then like got everybody telling you, yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Great right. idea, great idea. You got a, bu a bunch of those around, you know, and I don't blame them. They were just doing what they want to do. You know, they were just stoked, were caught on that mayhem to, train. To believe Me too. It. Me too. I was like, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I couldn't help it. I was like stuck in this mode and everything was like anything, even when I was kept fucking up, fucking up, fucking up. Like I still had enough people going, yeah, good. Hey, no but, problem. You know, cool. Let's fucking take another bong hit. Hey, cool. Let's, you know what I mean? Let's get, let's get another drink. Oh, there's a party in Hollywood tonight. Okay. So I just kept doing that instead of like even like I was so pissed at you. You for what? what? Yeah. For what? Because you kind of like when you saw me fucking up, you kind of like gave me this like, like you're fucking up. Like not even you didn't even have to say it. You looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. like and you did like drop some big fat hints that I was just so blurry. Yeah, that I couldn't. I couldn't really hear him. I just took it as you being an asshole. See, I could tell. I could tell you couldn't hear me. That's what the worst I part know, about yeah. it was. Because I was like, "Hey, man, it wasn't even like a, a a mystery." I was like, "Hey, man, last night you kicked my leg in half after I won that fight. That was pretty stupid." And now you're in my room with my motorcycle helmet on. You know what I mean? Talking about some drugs you found off the internet, and I'm like, <laughs> "This is." I mean, you're a giant man, dude. You're like a a a, I know. a warrior. <laughs> And you can't lose your mind because your body will fucking pull somebody's limbs off. I know, I know. So it's and like even worse. Like I'm the, I'm the, I'm not as tough as you, but I look like I am, and I can't go angry. If I go angry, everybody goes, <gasps> and they have a right. I know. You know, no, I, I know. might fucking kill you. I'm yeah, stupid. You're way crazier that, than I am. When you're stuck in that mode, and like really, you know what it is? It's like when you get all drugged out like that, all fucked up on all kinds of substances. Did you get sober you like, when you went to prison? Well, Or did yeah, you start I, to try and do I less tried beforehand? To stop. I don't know if you remember. I like, I like, it was the hardest text I ever sent was like, I just wrote to you like, hey, I'm sorry. And then you were like, for what? You're like, who is this? Because yeah, I a different number. number every time, you fucking lunatic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I who know, the fuck it I is. I know, I know. And then I was like, ah, it's Miller. And then I was like, ah, um, and then the hardest thing to type was sober. 
And then I was, and then you like came back with like all this positive, and I was like, oh. But then I just fucking had a terrible again. time and disappeared, went away. You know what I mean? Yeah, went when you to the do big that, house. I assume that you're not trying to fix yourself anymore. And if, like I said, dude, at lunch that other day, I'm, I love you. I always will. But if you lose it and scare and hurt other people, like people that are way smaller than you and stuff, you, you got to really look at yourself. Yeah. And I know that you didn't do that. No, when you get stuck sober, in it, you did I like, feel like so I'm many drugs that you didn't sleep yeah. and stuff. You I, were like really gone. Delirious. I remember like, seeing you at Votusby. We would talk like every couple, like maybe every three months at Votusby, we would meet and talk at Votusby. Sure. Because he kind of showed me that place. Like I remember the first time Cold Plunge where he fucking trapped me in there and was like, <laughs> Stay in there, and there was like families in there, and me and him were fighting in a cold <laughs> plunge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wouldn't let go of me. I was like, get the fuck off. I swear to God, I'll fucking get you with the Because yeah, yeah. I always threaten, like, I'll hit him with a brick because he's way bigger. Like, he's stronger than me. So I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'll fucking hit you with a brick, cunt. And then there's people, there's people <laughs> that are like, you know, with, the, with the fucking, the, 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 the cucumbers on their face and shit. Me, me and Dickhead are fucking scrum, scrimmaging in the fucking cold plunge. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I'm cold. Let me out, man. Uh, <laughs> and, but but at every time he goes, shit started to like, he'd tell me shit where I'm like, that's not fucking right, dude. What are you talking about? He's like, Man. no, bro, trust me. Everything's fucking so famous right now. I can fucking do anything. And I'm like, you joking, right? Right. What? What are you talking about? I'm like, man, that's not the best way to think. And then three months later, he's talking about having conversations with people that aren't there. And I'm like, that's fucking dangerous, dude. You need to check yourself. No, bro. It's fucking real. And I'm like, oh my God. Now I can't even, I remember thinking, I'm not going to tell you you're crazy. I kept trying to tell you, hey man, maybe you should be sober up. And you kept telling me, I don't even, dr I don't even do drugs. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's the about, biggest what trick about the you devil and me knowing pulled. each other for so long. And I you know. know that I did all the drugs. You're on drugs right now. Like it was such wait, a wait, Yeah, the, the, the weird thing <laughs> is, is that, you know, American culture is so that, oh, I have a problem. Oh, here, take this pill. Okay, cool. Oh, now I can't sleep at night. Oh, well, here, take this other pill. Oh, oh, and now, uh, you know, I got an injury because I've been trained so hard. Oh, oh, well, here, take this pill. So now I'm on like five pills. The doctor pills. gave you all of these. Yes. You did not get these. No from street drugs. A street I drug. even was like, they would throw me in jail and go, you know, trying to help me. Here, pee in this cup. We'll make sure that you can, you know, uh, um, come off of drugs. Fine. And I would throw that cup on the window. I'm not doing any drugs. Because right, you're not trying. Oh, yeah, you're still on that. Because just in my mind, the doctor gave me this. Oh, I don't do wow. I'm not a dirt bag. Yeah, but I don't you do I know, no, I know how ridiculous it sounds. Because it sounds that. ridiculous to me now, yeah. now that I understand. Because I was completely disconnected from this type of treatment society. Like the people who go to treatment. I never, nah. You, you're Is it prison that I'm is from, making you... Decide to do is this a, is this a rock the, bottom this for judge, you? This judge, this uh, judge. Finally, I got in front of a judge who said, "You know what? This guy has a problem. He didn't. The, every other judge just said this guy, this ultimate fighter guy, is a menace to society. Fuck this guy. He's a you know he's fighting the cops and da da da. Nobody like looked at the underlying problem. Like right. no, this finally this judge was sympathetic." To somebody with a problem, and I obviously he saw that had you a had a mental problem. He's, yeah, right. he was. It was and obvious to him. Before this, this, he read the reports, and then he like slammed me. He slammed me down for sure, and I was pretty pissed about it. But instead of what I did before, 
where I would just <laughs> fight the cops, okay, fucking uh, bail out, and then do a mural that says fuck the police, get arrested for that, bail out, <laughs> uh, fight the cops again, get tasered, bail out. This time, the judge, like, threw a kink in this. It was like, no, 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 no. You going to treatment or going to prison? And I said, oh, like a long stretch. And I said, fuck, I mean, is it really that hard a choice? And I, at first, I was like, ah, this is, you know, whatever. I'll go through the rigmarole. But as I started to go through it, I was like, oh, shit. I really, like, identify with all these crazy people. Wait, like to treatment or to prison? Well, because which one did you kind of did both? <laughs> I I chose treatment, but, but I still had to do a bunch. You had of time. to do prison time as well. I had to do a bunch of time. Which one do you because, do first? No, I'm in the treatment. Oh, now. so when you got so okay, I already so did you, it. I already went my year <laughs> away. I already went, and now you're locked in, in, in the sober box. living. Exactly. So this so, is your treatment when you when you well, before you came I, here. I also went to the therapist and all that. Yeah, shit exactly. All day. That's the weird thing is that look, I'm from look the bootstrap country. I'm from where, what? You don't need help. You need to pull yourself up by your bootstrap. Right. Therapy is- a Which is great. Did you prove that that, that, mind, that mindset made you one of the greatest fighters in the world? So that reassured you yet again that you should not change your ways and you should just keep listening to yourself. But my lawyer, Cameron Talley, this guy has went through the program, went through this kind of, he understands- that too. Oh, wow. And the judge. So I just, it was just the right, it was the right combination of things to happen mm. for me to like kind of wake up. And I was trying to before, because I remember you talking about the stuff faintly, like talking about people getting help and whatever. And I finally like dropped my ego and went, okay, yeah, maybe I need to get help. But I didn't really know how it took me going away for me to like kind of you don't want to live like this no more. Cannot. It's you're you're touching on something that I think is really one of the biggest problems we face yeah. in modern American culture. And that is that there's a lot of value to the the way that most American boys are raised. And that is to deal with adversity by toughening up. And and that, that is there is. There's a lot of value to that because you're gonna be faced with adversity in life. But the more macho you are, it seems, the, you know, veterans, construction workers, cops, MMA fighters, these type of guys that are really, that are tough, tough dudes. There's an almost, there's a gap between understanding the times when you should, like you said, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and when you, you seriously need help because you're, you're, you're really encouraged not to seek help. Especially when you're a successful brute. Right. You know what I mean? When you've just used the harden the fuck up thing the whole time. And it's and it's like it's as far as you can remember, it's pretty much like it's almost a hundred percent guaranteed. Yeah. If I just switch it in and never give up, I get it. Yeah. But it's not that's not when you're when you're indoctrinated in this like mindset where I don't need any help. Right. And then you do, well, you just ignore all the help. Like anything coming from you who I like looked like you know, you're like big brother. Like, I just totally was like, I don't need your help, Ellis. I don't need anybody's help. I'll do this all myself. I did this my whole life like this. Right. So that's the way I, you know, thought about things. God, sorry about that. So, I don't even know how I did that. But um, no, no. Uh, it's whatever. really, it's but, really but, tough, too, when you're amidst the disease, when you're, you're involved in, in active drug use and, and drinking and addiction 
because the people that care about you most are the people that have the courage enough to draw a line in the sand. And right. But when you're in that, those are the people who you resent the most. Yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the weirdest barrier between- I had another friend that was doing the same thing. The Just people- a different, a different style, but because I approached it the same way, he banned me. Right. And I knew why. Because right. I'm because I'm not gonna I'm not here for your bullshit. I mean, if you want to get real and be real friends and coherent again, I'm here. Right. But if you're gonna, you know what I mean? But but lose I also think and, though that that you I weren't even apologetic for it. I know. Because I didn't even realize that anything was wrong. I was so like when you're in that lifestyle, you're so internalized. Everything's about you. Everything is like how I feel. You know, it, it's uh and I've seen it with other people now. And I like, I have some compassion for it, but at the same time, I don't blame anybody for like turning their back because it's so like, what do you do with this madman? You know, I, I think culturally, I think it falls upon the, the uh, you know, the government workers, okay? Every time that uh, I was having some kind of weird meltdown or something, the, the cops came and exacerbated the situation. It never was a de-escalation. And yeah, but they're scared. Of you. They're scared, that. yeah. But at the same time, but it's not just me. It's every everyone reports the same thing. The, when you you know when you get fucked up and do something stupid, uh, the cops are there. It's fun for them to like tackle the guy and you know wrestle him down. Yeah, it's that. it's exciting for them. It's I get it. If I was a cop, it would be exciting. But look for at the me same too. time. You got you, you, like I sometimes maybe a little less these days. Actually, not really. Like I fucking. Since you've been off in La La Land, I've realized that the person that molested me when I was a kid was my father. I can flip out, flip the fuck out if I wanted yeah. to. And I would love to punch a bunch of people too. I would love to do a bunch of drugs and just forget that I was me for a while. But there's a thing inside me that's like, I can't do that to everybody else. And once the cops come, even if they're in asshole mode, I did this. If I didn't do whatever it was to make him come over and get ready to fight, then they would. They, I wouldn't even know these motherfuckers. You know, you start doing that shit, then you find yeah. all the dickheads that that they love that shit. I know, and they're gonna get to know your name because you're in the making stupid decisions mode. Yeah, you gotta like, you know. I, I know that's the other thing. People think because you're a TV show and shit that you're stupid. Like you're fucking smart as fuck. You're you're a smart dude. You're loose and you fucking say whatever the fuck you want. I relate to that. But there's a thinking person in there. You just got an ego where you'll just say, fuck the smart person in there. I'm not even listening to that guy anymore. Yeah. It's easy to do when you're on substance, you know, especially alcohol. Just completely dissolves my filter that I barely have anyway. Right. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, uh, it, you know, it's a, this is a heavy ass show. I yeah, well, know did you have to do this. Oh my God. Is I'm this not going to red table discussion? I'm not done gets, yet. I'm not done yet. We can Oprah? talk about jugs. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get into Gabe soon enough. No, no, I, no, really? I just, yeah. no, it yeah. just Stop occurred to me. You fucking throwing him, he's going to get into Gabe. No. Oh, I love Gabe. <laughs> I'm not done. You, you have charges on you, putting your hands on a lady. People think this. People have told me this. Now that you have been through that, done prison time, and you're in treatment, do you realize, do you have it, like, are you worried about ever doing that again? Do you see that the, no. even, even if it's an act, even if it's holding someone down, <laughs> even if you're, even if she's batshit crazy and she's fighting you, cause I don't, people don't know the full side of the story, but side I, the point, you are fucking stronger than most people on the planet. 
So you have to take soccer kicks to the dick and you have to not retaliate. You have to. This is the world we live in. Do you know that now? Of course. Yeah, of course. I, you know, I knew that when I was sober before too, but you know. No, and then you've been, dude, there was a time when I talked to you at Votispa where I would not get, I wasn't going to have a heated discussion with you because I was not on drugs. And I knew that if you did, he was, he could, he could have done anything. Right. I was like, he's not, him. Like, I, I don't I, I, know this dude. I know, I know. And if you're off your fucking face too, you could poke that dude and you would be a fucking lunatic to do that. Doesn't make it right. Yeah. You know, I, I like made a lot of complaints, you know, uh, to my attorney that this whole thing was like mutual. It was completely mutual. And I like, I lost. Like I took the, the I like took the punches to the face and but you know, the, the and you held her down, and when the cops come, they she they, says she put hands on you. And now everybody thinks you're a guy that it, gets. Ripped. I know now suddenly, but I do I'm know personally beater. firsthand that you don't have you, you needed to check yourself when it came to that. No, absolutely. I'm not trying to bury when, you, but well, I, I've and, heard you use words before where I've said yeah, to you at the gym, I know you ever fucking talk like that to a girl again, we're done, dude. I know, and I can no, tell in well, your face you're like, eh, fucking, I don't know. Every, and I'm I know like, Man. because are, you're in this delirious state where everything's funny, everything's a joke. Everything's, you know, it, and it's, but it's I mean, it's shameful. Like you're on probation for life now. I mean, I We're all, it. whether it's completely justified or fair. No, no, I get it. You have to take and that, man. I know. I, I you know, I agree. And you it's have so, to be so sorry weird. for it's, it. For, I, I, so we can all be, can't feel good about you being around again. Because everybody wants you to succeed, dude. I understand. They that. really do. You're a lovable creature. You are. You, you are. Just, you're really you know, like You just guy. fucked up hard. Oh, man. I remember, I remember us having a getting tech- kicked in the dick right now. I'm feeling no, 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 this I show because I love you. I, I want know, everyone to I know. give you a shot. No, I know. I, but I'm not going to be like, let's just completely you can't. fly by you the cannot. bit no, that everyone's fucking- that's Everyone's the pissed about it. I know. That's right. If no, they understood it, and I even told her that I'm like, you know, you should come on these shows and explain that you were cracked out too, right. punching me, poking me in the eyes, right, and, like, and I get all this shit for it. And she's like, maybe I will. And I'm like, what? oh yeah, maybe you will. Yeah, right. You know, and I, but I get it. You know, and and look, the the, the judicial system is pretty sexist, uh, but I'll happily take the shit for it. You know, it's fine. Yeah, because I can't. I'll, I'm sorry, but I can't. If she's, if you, if I found out that she was hitting you over the back of the head with a baseball bat while you were sleeping, I still wouldn't have your back. Story that you say that because it happened. Yes, what? Like that with. Duct tape on it. Right. Well, that's you, dude. That's that's <laughs> you. You, you know what? And then the next day, you went to breakfast with her. It's your fucking fault. I know. You know, it's both your fault. I know. Yeah. And you're taking the rap but for it. And guess what? Rap. You're fucking strong. I never saw her in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, her fucking record? <laughs> the uh, the your bat, record the is that didn't hurt that bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know because I've seen you. I did. I know. Yeah. People kick. He, he kicked somebody in the head. And the dude ducked and it hit him on the top of the head and it gave him 18 staples across his head and it broke his fucking shin. He broke his leg on the dude's head. And that dude's in the UFC. This is, people don't understand, you know, you go to the gym and you fucking, you think you're no, jumping no, no, no. rope and you punch somebody. This is like your whole life. How do you throw this with the, with the most amount of fucking power? And these guys have... It definitely, that. it definitely changes things when you're a human weapon. You know, I mean, everything, yeah. is, especially with mental hey, look, health. The police addiction. still like keep like I was jogging down the street and two cops like rolled up looking at me like Dobermans. I was like, 
hello. And they're like, you good? And I'm like, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, you good? And they're like, yeah. And they like, drove off real slow looking at me in the rear view mirror. I still get that. That's my life now. And that's cool. I understand. You can't fight the cops. You can't, you know. Well, good for you, man. Let me figure that one out, huh? <laughs> you just say hello to him and keep walking. You get that, everybody? It's a moment of clarity. Next time the police mad dog you. Don't fight them. Just go about your day. The Fucking more the you wisdom know. of mayhem. Over. I don't, I don't want to gloss over something that you guys talked about that I think is really important. And um, it's not just to um, talk talk kindly about you or to, or to kiss your ass in any way. It's it's a it's a really important point that I think um, a lot of people just genuinely overlook is that when people are dealing with mental health issues, when people are dealing with addiction or both, the people around you your loved ones, the people who really care about you can assess if it's worth the trouble. I have personal friends. I have loved ones. I even have family members. I don't want to get too, into much detail, but we know from being around them that even if they get clean, even if we go through the process, that's a sociopath underneath it all. Hmm. With someone like Mayhem, everyone even who knew him casually, someone like myself, I know you way less well than than Jason or, or a lot of other people, but you you everyone knew that there was a sweet, kind, level-headed person underneath that. There was, like Jason said, there's a thinker. This is not some crazy maniac psychopath. And um, that's where, like, the person, the, the actual addict or the actual patient themselves, the, the one that's struggling, you got to, like, be able to have that ability to understand that if everyone is consistently trying and giving you effort, putting in the effort that because they know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, and if anyone would know, yeah. this dude, like when you shoot up and you die and then you wake up in the hospital and you go get more heroin and you shoot up and you die. I mean, look at that. How the fuck is he him now? Because that, think about that theory of you woke up in hospital. What happened? You fucking OD'd. Oh, fuck. And then, like, a couple of hours later, you're getting heroin. That's the dumbest fucking idiot on the planet. I would never, like, yeah. don't come near my dog, let alone my kids. And yeah. now look at him. He's, like, the most grown-up dickhead ever. It's like, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to have him come to dinner because I feel like I might say something inappropriate. It's <laughs> two together. G-rated? Like too know. long ah, Too long on normal radio? He just got with that, man, PG-13. But I was, no, I was, you know, look, I, I was... I've been dishonest in my life. You know, I if I have a girlfriend that I'm cheating on, I I tell her I was at a concert with my friend Johnny last night when I was fucking some other girl. I've definitely bold-faced lied mm. as as a sober person. Mm. But there's a difference with the dishonesty when you're in yeah. drug drinking. I've like met so many people would, that are normal and then they get all cracked out and they're just sociopaths. Yeah. Like have no feelings and like do whatever they can to manipulate the situation and get more drugs. And it's that's sad that's to what see. The, the the crazy part is, is I remember back to drinking and using and and being I I would the way that you lie is so different. The dishonesty is actually it's 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 so deep seated that it's not like normal lying. I would be high coming from somewhere where I just smoked lots of rocks and go somewhere and honestly tell someone like I haven't used in four days, man. I'm feeling good. Wow. And and like you don't, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like internally, you don't perceive it to be a lie. When I would lie to my girlfriends about fucking other chicks, 
I'm like, fuck, I'm being dishonest right now. Let me yeah. figure it. When you're, when you're in the disease, like you literally don't even know you're lying. Like your fucking brain is right. on some different wavelength. It's so strange, you know? And that's why people get so defensive. And I'm sure there was probably time after time after time where people would confront you with stuff. And you're just like, that's just, that's just not the way it is. In my brain, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm telling you. No one ever confronted me. They're terrified of me. Well, like, I tell you, I, I seem too I'll crazy. I'll tell you why. It was, yeah. you know, I mean, it was no, you, you did get confronted. You just, you, oh yeah, I did. You just, My dad, you act in a certain way where you can tell you didn't even know someone tried to do that for you. I know. You're it, like, it, bro, fuck, I don't even fucking do And I'm like, okay, because well, like, if, if I can't get him to even acknowledge that we're even close to taking yeah. anything that might be affecting his day-to-day, yeah. where he's just like, that's the most preposterous thing you could ever bring up, ever. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> I don't know, you know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm trying to look at, I'm like, I, he knows when I'm looking at him, when I'm like, I know, yeah. don't you fucking did that. You just did the face right. that I remembered. Like, I was like, that was just a dick. Like, is he though? He was just like, it, it, like sitting in the jail, I was like thinking, like, was he a dick? I or was he trying you, to help me? I was like, remember when we first met? Imagine if you told me the story when we first met and we knew each other pretty well and we were friends, and then you told me the same story right now that you're telling me. I'd look at you like this. Yeah. yeah. The fuck? Yeah. I'm not a fucking here to be a dickhead. Let's be real. Bro, not even bro. And I'm like, man, you're so fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Well, the question, all right, well, the, you got a ton of experience, you know, uh, in this field. The question remains, like, what's the best way to, like, kind of shift somebody who's stuck in that mode to, like, find a higher road? For me, it was tough as shit. Yeah. They just kept beating me, tasing me, throwing me in a box, thinking I would get better. And it only, it only really happened once I was... Um, with the uh, in the in the ther- like started going towards therapy yes. and I got in there thinking oh this therapy shit is stupid and then going like talking to the therapist like oh yeah well I do have yeah. a lot of trauma in my childhood right. so yeah, I do yeah. have and going oh no Tell wonder me I was about your dad yeah and I but I didn't even remember I would say and I would just casually I remember oh, you yeah, telling me those stories the army and me, I got fucked up stories and I'd be like man that's fucked up <laughs> you know but I remember, still, I remember we hang out in a group of people where. Nobody thought it was weird that his dad would beat it. You know what I mean? They'd have a punch on. Like, because yeah. fucking he's hanging out with Rampage and people like that where he probably fought his dad. Yeah. Absolutely. So it was not like a weird, you know, and I seem to recall Rampage not having the most fucking smooth transition either. It's yeah. not, when you have like a brutal childhood, that's the other thing. You might not know it. No, it I just, didn't it, know it. It just disappears to me. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know any of the things that happened. They came, the, the more resilient I became, the more my brain would be like, well, yeah, well, this happened too. You know that? And I'm like, all right, I can take it. I can take that. I, you know what I mean? Fuck, it's pretty tough, but I can take it. And then 10 years later, fucking doing some drugs again and then fucking poof. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nah, that didn't happen. And it's like, yeah, it did. And then this happened too. And you're like, man, I, and I knew. I couldn't. If, if my memory gave me all that when I was 17, I would not be here. Yeah. It's it's so strange way to get out of it. Um, yeah. because Makes you guys sense, yeah. you guys make a very good point. A lot of times, if you grow <laughs> up in an environment where trauma is normalized, yeah. you know, people who grow up, I, I, one of the biggest benefits of my struggles with drugs was that I got to get really close with a segment of society that I would never have been around, and I got to spend serious time with hardened hardened gangbangers. 
hard guys who are fucking real deal, no bullshit, no studio rapper. Bull These are fucking hardened gangbangers. And I would spend serious time getting fucking tweaked out, getting fucking coked out and talking to these guys. And the one thing that really sunk in was that the immense trauma that they went through was just, that's how life is. Because right. their dad went through the same shit mm -hmm. and every fucking buddy they had around them in the hood went through the same shit. And that's just, that's just par for the course. That's how you were supposed to be raised. Speaking of gang bangers, uh, Mayhem's got some pretty good stories of some people that he was hanging out with when oh. he was in prison. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to hear some of those, but we'll take a quick break and then we'll be back. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here from High and Dry, talking to you about ABX Extracts. It is a company that has these really cool pens that I use all the time. It's got CBD and THC in it. They have all different kinds. But now they got a new one that helps you go to sleep at night, which is very handy because I, what I do is I do one for the radio and the gym, and then I do one to switch it off. And now there's one specifically for switching it off. So I'm pretty excited about it. And if you want to get it, go to abx.org slash high. I did not, yes, I didn't feel like. It was like John Hamm, Mila Kunis. Um, and then like when Mila was on, someone called in, like like someone ridiculous, like Julia Roberts or something. It was like, it's like, come on. It's not right. Like yeah. the whole Dak Shepard thing was like the world tour. Of, and I'm like, you guys, all you guys, Fucking suck. I You're fucking cheating motherfuckers. It's like everyone yeah. starts a band and everybody in your band's from the Rolling Stones. Of course everybody's coming to fucking see your shit. You already came in with like the Stone Show. I didn't get asked to be on. He's only there for three days and he just has Green Day. Green Day? The fuck era are you in, dude? Green Day? Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jennifer Anderson, Demi Moore. I'm just like, and it's just back. It's just, eh. I wear these shoes. That's fucking interesting. I like cake. And I'm like, man, what is this? Because she's famous, it's okay to talk about what cake she likes. Like, it is. Where's the fucking intriguing shit? You're like, nobody's saying anything. It's like, oh, what? guess what? I'm a celebrity, but I do everything you do. Kids, cheese. They're just like us. It is. I'm like, great, great. I get to, I get to hear Demi Moore is just like us. <laughs> Wait, but doesn't he turn this up? Like, fuck. But I thought Howard Howard Stern doesn't ask about like how she sucks dick. Anymore. Not even. I not mean, even. why would he though? I mean, well, that, that's well, you know the deal, dude. You're not gonna get them in. That's why they come in now, because he is now not the guy that like asked anything. Like, I, I'll do it every now and then. That chick that was Andrea Savage, as soon as she walked in, because uh, Rob Corddry was there, and he's like, I'm friends yeah. with her, and she's fucking. Let's make a diarrhea thing about it. And as soon as she came in. She was not having it. She was like, who the fuck is this guy? I guess Rob's cool with you, so that's all right, but I do, I do not want to talk about diarrhea. You asked I said, about I was, her shit happens? No, Rob did. So I thought, <laughs> wait. wait. <laughs> that's great. To be funny, he like started talking. She's like, she, he has, she has compulsive diarrhea or something. No. He's like, let's just go with that when she walks in. I'm like, okay. And she's like, I don't have, I don't even talk about it. <laughs> You took and the I'm hand like, well, off pretty of She's like, Okay, now I'm getting me too. And I'm like, I'm just trying to say that you're in a trap. She's like, I don't think I am. I'm like, well, you're trying to be nice. And, and then I'm like, well, we're going full stiff right now. Yeah. And I had to put it in like this weird, I'm asking questions where it's like, 
I don't even know what I did. I just blacked out and started asking appropriate questions. And I had a, a, and <laughs> what then, kind of cake then, do you like? And then Will <laughs> said after, he's like, dude, that was the best interview I've ever seen you do. And I'm like, um, how's that? And he's like, you just went into full professional. Yeah, he flipped over to Charlie Rose. I remember thinking as they were coming out, I was like, oh, cool. okay, she's going to believe it too. She believed all, and was like, yes, actually, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't <laughs> fucking care what you're saying. There's a weird thing that happens and it's not your fault. It's not Stern's fault. It's not, any of the the person interviewing, it's not our fault. And I've I've watched it happen. I've had a firsthand experience where someone is this level celebrity, and you can have that interview where you're like, and then you know, oh yeah, my this guy came on my face when I was in college and it was crazy. You're like, whoa, God. and then they get a, a certain level of fame and they transition into a world where it's like, you, you how dare you even think to address that? Yeah, because it's mm-hmm. the G-rated society. Yeah, we, it's not there's like there's a there's a whole like I only know from sitting in a jailhouse. Welcome back. Watching the damn Channel Four all the time. That because I never you know when I'm out here uh, on the streets, I'm looking at streaming services only. But then I, when you watch normal television, you realize there's a whole like I don't want to call them Lily White, but like majority white that are just still living in 1950 cookie cutter normal society right. and we're counterculture for them like we're completely you know what i mean like liberated in certain ways and don't care too much about the sensitivity culture outrage but there's a whole like mass of people who are mostly concerned like with uh how everyone else feels so that's where you get the Ellen DeGeneres of the world, where it's kind of like. What do you feel about uh, thinking about Ellen DeGeneres hanging out and with uh, George W. George I think w. everybody's w. reading into it a little <laughs> too far. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and people change too. I'm sure, like, oh, GW doesn't care about gays nearly as much as he did when it was a Republican talking. And point. you think that he should let she should let that go because let's say let's say you know what at that point in time, obviously I. Uh, had to do what I had to do, but I, I really wish that I could have had it back and helped the gays. Yeah. My bad. And if you're They Ellen probably DeGeneres, had that conversation over nachos. You would hope so. Yeah. Because I, I would think that, like, I know it's not the same scale, but it's you and I, and if we start talking to each other from the things that have happened in the past, we're going to talk about the issues before we just start fucking For sure, yeah. going to fucking football games together. Yeah. Uh-uh. So yeah, they. I would. I would have you hoped. That, but I, I. I. You really think that she took him aside and had a conversation about it? Because I don't. I can't think imagine so. she wouldn't. Like the most famous lesbian in the United States. Yeah, but don't you think there's a little bit of a? I don't know, man. I feel like what's she, she gonna does do? She still help hold a grudge. You think Ellen is think like sharpening a knife she's like a, for twenty like, years about Donald Trump or whoever? Well, I mean, I called him Donald Trump. Let's Damn. let's uh, that was weird. Let's not. I feel like a lot of people, once they make it out, don't care about the people that are still there. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm going to definitely agree with you. I don't blame you. What? You mean like if you made it out and you had all these struggles, why go back and look at it all the time? It's hard. It's going to be hard. But that mentality is kind of why there's like a lot of people out there supporting like, uh, you know, the these billionaire tax cuts. In their mind, one day I'm going to be a billionaire selling my trinkets on eBay or whatever. Uh, and so in this mentality persists and everybody gets on the side of the billionaire class because see, even though it's going against their own self-interest. See, that's why I think Ellen should, it's kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? She should be, 
I mean, what's she supposed to, to do? Guy, talk to the guy about it and say, look, I think- In a public wedding? Why would he do that? Millions of dollars put put against your community, your the future of you guys, like I, I, and, and somebody who's, she was gay a long time ago. Yeah, but- She went through struggles that you and I would never understand. And now you're out and you're on fire and no one fucking discriminates you or anybody that you're around. But all these other people are still getting it and that guy fucking helped it. But but you don't want to be like, how hey, long man. does she hold that grudge? It was 20 years ago. And I'm sure he's evolved on this subject. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, it would take a lot for me to eat Chick-fil-A. I think that anybody invested $3 million into stopping gays. It take like $3.98. But there's, there's a difference there. I, I, if you like went, until there's the guy, you went did, to the rest of your life uh, without eating Chick fil A and investing man. your money into a company that did that, I think that that is standing up for what you believe in and holding steady and in your guess morals. guess what? If Chick-fil-A ever sponsors Sirius XM, guess what commercial will read I won't be doing? That's that's great. And it doesn't matter how much money. If they're like, fuck that, Jason, we'll give you $1 million. My kids will be set. On behalf of the gay community, I'm not reading it. Yeah. I think that, and I I think that, that that's character. You're, yeah, exactly. But wait, you're guess you're but a wait, man of principle. If spent $3 million against the Jewish community, I wouldn't fucking what? read it either. But wait a like second. You fucking, it's, an org, it's a group of people that are human beings and you don't believe that they have rights. I, I, You're Jason, done to me. I totally agree with your stance on that. And that, like I said, that's character. It's integrity. But if you got, if you, uh, if there was Supercross next weekend mm -hmm. and you got a box, which is very realistic because you have friends in the community. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the other people in the box was a fucking- Dick Cheney. Uh, like a vice president <laughs> of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Would you get up and leave? Or would you try, actually try to sit down and be like, what's the deal? Like I, I'm, I'm someone who struggles. I see the community. Okay, like that's you're a human that's a being. Bro, I agree. I'm super antisocial, and me being in a box with yeah. like an executive guy, <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna talk to him, even if he was like really cool. Right. But if I had, if it was like long enough where I'm gonna talk to the guy, fuck yeah, I would say it. That's what I'm saying, and this is what people need to take take notice of. It's not like Ellen is saying, "Hey, everybody, I made a mistake. We should have all voted and supported George W. Bush nah. because what Ellen did was." looked at another human being who mm. she greatly disagreed with yeah. and said, we're both humans here. I'm not going to um, in any way throw an artificial blockade between something that maybe we can come to agreement on. What about, and I can okay, see, what you about, know what I'm saying? What about, let's say she knows more than I do about potential things that he was responsible for. Mm -hmm. And then, and, and the gay stuff is no, no, only scratches the surface. What about if he's responsible for- George Bush did 9-11. Sorry, millions I had of deaths. <laughs> well, he is. He is, I mean, that's yeah. not, that's not open. Whether or not they were, they were justified, the man is Bruh. directly responsible for America's millions of people. Somebody's got to be the guy. The Cheney show, the movie I about Dick Cheney. I was in jail. I wish I could have saw it. It's still available. I you know? can't wait. It's not like you can't- It doesn't go into the jail. Ethos, You're yeah. not allowed to watch it. You are allowed to. Yeah, I'm catching up. Everybody's got their recommendations. I don't know why I would want to- finish Game of Thrones for I don't know why I would want to- Why I watched it as like a board thing, because I don't even care about politics, but if that's half factual- those guys like sign off on shit to make their money where tons of people die. Yeah. So I'm not fucking eating buffalo wings with you, dude. You're a piece of shit. 
I'm not eating buffalo wings with Bill Cosby or you know, I don't ha- I'm not like but, punching them in the face either. I'm not saying let's fucking kill this guy and put his head on a stick. I mean, was I'm that saying, planned? I Ellen, eat, well, did they get tickets together? Did they buy them together? They were, they were, they were, social they were given tickets by the Jones family, the, who owns the the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, the daughter of Jerry Jones provided them. She's friends with both. Yeah. And provided them tickets. I'm not aware if they knew yeah. beforehand, but they just showed up and it's Another thing is and I, where I do think Ellen is getting into some murky territory and she has to come out and, and, and address this is like, those are just really, really rich elite people. That's what I mean. And I yeah. think that a lot of stuff gets erased when it's just like, yeah. well, there's the other rich elite person. Then we're in this club together. Yeah, you know? which, which gets the elite people that run over everybody to keep their elite mm-hmm. status. All on their bullshit, yeah. Because, well, and because everyone, once you get there, Nobody calls bullshit anymore. Right. Mm. And I, I was right there. I could do it, dude. I could just fold and lick some ass and, and and not argue anymore and fucking just do everything that I'm told and even like ask for other guests that, are, that I don't care about and tell them how great their shows are. I could do that. It would make it bigger. I could go mainstream, get way more money. I could do, I could be way more famous. I love being famous. I would love to be famous. Always wanted to be famous, but not for the, not, I, I've been close enough to know now that I, what I want to do is something that means something to people that might be uh, in need. Yeah. More see, than, and more that's than why. you, more than being with these corporate guys. I don't want to shit on any of them. I'm friends with some of them, but I'm not really, you know what I mean? Like I've had a fight with one of the biggest one because I was, he was like, I'm your friend. And I'm like, dude, let's be fucking real here. You know? Like you like me because the show has listeners. The end. And he but that's part of the reason, Ellis, that you have listeners and you have a hardcore fan base follows you around to everything is because you're authentic with what you say and you've been consistent with your viewpoints and like and your uh, you know what did you, what was the word you used? Bukaki. Yeah, exactly. You remember somebody <laughs> so you've been said consistent with your bukaki this whole time, so everybody knows what they expect. Here's, from here's how it comes down. Somebody said. A real famous legendary person said, some people say uh, the pen is mightier than the sword, but I say fuck the pen because you can die by the sword. That's my shit. That's pretty strong. Slayer. Oh. <laughs> I was like, where did I know you that before? <laughs> oh, I was Cold. like, I didn't remember play. You think I read Jonathan Livingston <laughs> Siegel saying that. Yeah. Coldplay? Yeah, it was Coldplay. Oh, man, brilliant. Uh, Dropping gems. Jesus Christ and Latter day Saints. <laughs> so you I'm just saying, I was w- sitting next to George Bush. You would? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not, yeah, I would sit next oh, to him. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm not, wouldn't whatever. pie him in the face. I'm like, I guess he fucking drank with Dingo at a snowball contest. <laughs> Dingo said <laughs> cocaine cool with Dingo. Shit. And I'm like, I get, you guys are fucking 16 and you won a gold medal and he wants to do a shot with you. <laughs> I'm not going to, and I'm 16. I don't know any better. I'm fucking 47. I'm 48 today. I saw. It's too much. Like they say too many lies for me to go <laughs> yeah. fucking you know I mean? hell. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, man, you're a snake. And I don't need and I don't need to shake your hand because I don't want anything from you. I don't want a free game or a TV show. Whatever <laughs> it is that you can right. give me, I don't want it. I don't, it's not it's overrated. You know? I got a lot. It's a I like uh you know, blowjobs and shit. I really don't fucking care about uh, you know, my car's good, but I don't <laughs> fucking need my car. I need blowjobs. <laughs> this is true. Oh. You know, fucking yeah. 
don't just we all? certain things that are more important. How desperate are you for that type of activity? <laughs> being that you, you know what? Wait, are you not allowed to do that? What do you mean? I'm I'm good. What are you offering? Treatment you I'm can. casual. I, about I mean, it. if it would help you get by, it would help you get by in the day. Like nah, I'm good. Bro. Just laid back, man. You want to suck him off? Like we can do it right now. I feel like I feel like it looks be, like a porn set. We'll I feel blow, like it'd we'll be blow part his of, head out. <laughs> it'll just be a Japanese blur. style. Oh my god! I feel like it'd be part of the uh, recovery process for me to help you. <laughs> oh, wow! You know, Thanks. you know? God, man, you are if really that's in what recovery. Can, Mark. If that's what I can do. <laughs> oh, shit. That's what I can Dr. do Drew's to keep you going, man. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even got this shit at Malibu. He, he ain't sucking my. He ain't sucking Jason's <laughs> dick to help him get better. Yeah. You are a fucking go get. That's because Dr. Drew's not an addict, Dr. Right? Drew. Take this your glasses off. I, I, I feel it, man. Oh my you goodness. Feel it. We keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of sucking dick, did anybody try to make you do that in jail? No uh, way, right? Because you're uh, too tough. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a few of the guys saw the incident in the jailhouse with the cops. Because you got like, you got a rep because well, you beat up some cops on the way in there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't beat them up, but though. I like got escaped them. You had and, some tussles with them. You yeah. fought back and you won a few yeah. tussles before so, they. Damn. And then when the and the, but you're saying when inmates find out that you tussled with the cops, then it was like super respect. And then I got the cops back on my side by being cool with them. You're like, hey, I was psychotic. I was like, hey, man, my bad. I was all fucked up. And they drugs. forgave like, you. And they forgave me. Yeah, Aww. in the jailhouse, but still, there's like an underlying tension on the streets because street people police, heard the ones that had to be barricaded your house and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. Because the those Facebook, guys still a little bit, they're a little bit edgy around you. Oh yeah, eh. yeah, you wonder. I don't why. get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't me either. Because like I'm the type of guy who you know, like, get in a fight on and shit. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> be, I'll just be you know casual after like you know after the fight, cool, everything's over. But nah, a lot of people hold a grudge. <laughs> no, because that's the it. thing I noticed. You being you know when you fight people all the time, like every day in the gym. And then sometimes you have like arguments with people that you're fighting in the gym and you punch them in the face as well. It's hard to like just decipher like what's, who's not, yeah. who, who am I, who do I really hate and who, what's the difference? I'm yeah. punching all of you in the fucking head. You're punching me. Yeah. So what? what's, I don't see why everyone has to get personal. I can't remember how many people I punched today. <laughs> Why would I care? What you're, wait, you're angry about it? Fuck, sorry. You also got to realize too, and I'm not I'm in any way, uh, making excuses for cops when it comes to, like, unnecessary force. But cops, unlike pretty much any other line of work, even different than, like, a soldier, where, where a soldier, you're go when you're going to war, you're going into combat, you understand that that person is the enemy. Yeah. You identify the person that you have to go into combat with. Cops, on a moment-to-moment -moment basis, know that half of their clientele is going to threaten their safety. The other half are just regular people. So when when you establish that you are the person that's going to threaten their safety, yeah. that's fuck. They're fucking not happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they, totally you are yeah. that they're person. Just you know, fucking yeah. dudes and chicks too. Yeah, like you're thinking because they got a fucking nah. badge on that they're they got like, six months trained in the arts. Yeah, they're just wow. yeah, they don't. I mean, they don't even know how to fight. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're a guy that has to. Some like, of them do. There was right. a guy. There was like a legendary cop inside there. They're like they moves. said he got like five bodies on him. I was like, oh. what? Like he's like stomping dudes out on the rec yard, allegedly. Oh, yeah, I like heard that like anytime, and I kind of <laughs> was like, hmm. I seen that guy. Remember that guy on the street finding that one guy, and he was throwing 
fucking like yeah. he was like really? blocking and rolling with it and shit <laughs> knee strikes and shit nice. some cop belt shit all flicking around yeah, everywhere because yeah. he's going bananas I'm like man this is the worst attire I was coaching guys in there like they would like take me to court to and from court and I'm all chained up and stuff and I would like coach them like actually you know if you hold my hand like this I could probably get away and they're like don't do that and I'm like no no I'm not gonna get it I'm just telling you for future reference you're helping them the, yeah the technique that you're using is kind of outdated and they would uh, completely, you know, like listen to me and ask questions. And like after every fight, they would tell me what happened and like give me like uh, uh, get me to. I would give analysis, like a little podcast for the cops in the in the hallway to tell them like probably what's gonna happen in the next fight. And I like won a, a pack of noodles off the guys. <laughs> yeah, is a pack of noodles, uh, good. Is yeah, that, like is that how much is yeah. a pack of noodles? Uh, a pack of noodles is a dollar. I mean. A dollar. Did you have money in there? Nah. You just have like... Commissary, right? Yeah, commissary. And you trade noodles and, you know, to, uh, uh, a, not a can, but a, a pack of tuna. Costs three bucks. It's like the most expensive item. But nobody eats that except for me. Everyone else is just eating honey buns all day. <laughs> like Honey buns? Oh, yeah. What is that? It's like just a... Cinnamon roll. Just No, just check. Just go to like the junkiest gas station yeah. and look at the... Piece of shit sweet roll. That's it. Yeah, sweet rolls all day. I mean, I didn't. Uh, I like. But that's a lot of people just eat off sweet. They live off sweet rolls. Look, they feed it's so much bread. Do you drink like, milk in prison? Yeah, you do, huh? Uh huh. That's yeah. weird. I know. Everybody it's, drinks milk. You have milk. to. Like that's that. Like a large percentage of your calories come from milk. Like three times a day, milk. Fuck. I know. You're awesome. if you're you can get a lactose diet, but yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, if you're lactose intolerant, they'll give you. Dairy-free milk? No, it's just like a crummy powder that I kept getting it because I was like, was just, I'm weird. You, you didn't want to I drink milk. I was eating it. Yeah, I didn't want to drink the milk. I would eat the powder and like do my workout. <laughs> like it was like well, a little okay. do energy bar. Do you have a gym? No. Just uh, just crunches and I was shit. in the high security. Like it's basically like the life unit. Right. Like for life. Because you were in there with people that were- Because for, of my- Murder for life, right? Murders. All, all murderers. One dude- Oh my goodness. Schizophrenic dude that like totally normal conversations all the time. Then I asked him, what, what you in for? And uh, he was like, uh, I had to kill somebody. And I was like, oh yeah, you had to, huh? And I was like, he's like, yeah, it was him or me. And I was like, oh man, that's tough. And he, he was like, uh, I was like, uh, what, uh, who was it? Your brother or something? And he was like, nah, my dad. And I was like, whoa, that's rough. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's a bummer. So I was like, wait a minute. Self-defense on your dad. I'm like, this sounds familiar. So I, like, called somebody from outside. Like, hey, we gave the booking number. I'm like, hey, look into this guy. Man. He, like, killed his dad. Yeah. Killed his mom. Mm. Yeah. Dragged their bodies to the uh, garage. Then when the maid, the poor Mexican maid, showed up to this mansion in Newport, he stabbed her with the same barbecue fork. Oh. Killed him with a barbecue fork. When I asked him about it, he's like, yeah, I had to kill them too because they were part of the conspiracy against me. Uh-oh. And I was like, oh, man. I was like, bro, you need to uh, plead insanity. He's like, yeah, 
That's my backup plan. And I was like, no, no, no. That's plan A, dude. Wait, Trust me, bro. Are you in prison interviewing murderers about yeah, what they did? And then, thought, and then get on the phone did. and find out. That was like your <laughs> hobby? I was, yeah. No, that's the, everybody knew it about me. They would come by my cell and hang out, and I would just interview them. I totally gave the Ellis interview multiple yeah. times. Where I was like, well, Man, that's today, a podcast. We're doing it all right. Oh, man. Yeah, right? I'm and through my door, too. And that was the craziest part. So what I had to, through your door. Well, because I'm it's separated. We're separated. Like, oh, you can't be. Oh, because most you of the might time, fucking kill each other. Everyone's a killer in there. So they're like, <laughs> they got us boxed off so that we can't. But guys would come to my door and just hang out, you know? And like Jose the Hitman. Nobody called him that. But yeah. That's what yeah. I figured it was. He was just like, Dead-eyed, like, but like, kind big of guy or a little guy, pretty big. So, like, so scary, scary enough. Six, 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 tattooed, oh. huge on his back. Oh. Just awesome. so, yeah, just so. And you know, if you have next time you Case get your wet, next yeah. time you get your car towed, he, he had a towing company. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So it's just like, just so you know who you're dealing with when you're fucking around. Don't get lippy around the tow truck. Yeah, guy. everybody does. But like, this guy was just. Man, just ca just a casual sociopath. Yeah. Just casual. Super fun to talk to, actually. Like, told funny stories all the time. Like, when he was 16, he, like, uh, was at a funeral. Somebody I didn't know. So I went to the back room and found, you know, PCP. <laughs> and I dipped a joint in it. Then I smoked it. And then I woke up with a body on the floor next to me. He like pulled somebody out of the casket at a at a funeral oh at a funeral parlor. This guy was just guys. He slept next to it. No, he just yeah. No, he. I guess he was like delirious and pulled the body that was getting prepared out of the. It was a big catastrophe. Mm. Oh. Man, I no, he murdered a lot of people. Well, he was like, man, uh, don't worry. If you want me to kill somebody. I can. I have a place up by the 74 where I hide the bodies. I went there. They're just skeletons. And I was, yeah. He's like, yeah, don't worry. Nobody will ever find them. And I was like, oh my. I was like, nah, bro. I do not need your services. Thank yeah. you for asking. It was just a fucking nightmare. I was like, this is my life. This is my life. One day at a time. One day at a time. You can do this. Just do some more push-ups. Do some more pull-ups oh on your God. table. Do some more squats. You'll be okay. You're going to be out of here someday. These guys are never getting out. It's fine. I would just have these weird conversations right. in my head just to keep saying. If you drink but, and do drugs again, you have to go back and hang out with that dude. Oh. Obviously. I know. I know. Don't. It's not lost upon me. Was, uh, I appreciate it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was, man, it was nuts. Like, that was bad. Like, it, it was a, it was a, Looking back, it's funny. But in the moment, it's just one long day with no sunlight. Looking back is funny? Yeah. Some parts? That's what I'm saying is that there's something that happened to me. Uh, like, as I was a kid, so much trauma was inflicted upon me that my baseline got way higher. Right. And I think you can identify where, I mean, and look, dude, you're still fighting all the time. You're, you're skateboarding. All the, the, our, something with our adrenaline goes up. And then you get a new baseline where you can just be casual about everything. So what's the plan now? Like, what are you going to do to keep your adrenaline going without doing drugs and alcohol? Are I'm, you going to fight? I mean, I'm training guys. I'm coaching guys. I think this is a better idea. For you. Yeah. And I got, uh, you know, I, 
I, I think the, the fight game is pretty sad. <laughs> like, unless you're like the top five guy. I know, and I don't uh, think his life is that glamorous either unless he's like good looking and has like another thing on the side that pays him as much money as Dana's going to pay him before Dana fucking drops his ass. Yeah. Like everybody's like, I'm the best. And I'm like, you better, like you're 27, dude. Like even, if, do you know what a million dollars when you're 27 gets you? Like it doesn't, not a lot. With your ma- all the and they're all dumb, so they all have managers and agents that they don't need that all take half of it. Then yeah. the taxman takes the other half, and then you're like kind of dumb and broke. And like I'm, I'm gonna sell t-shirts. It's bad life, I know. That's why. That's why I love the skateboarding. Is the same thing. Like I remember, I'm I'm gonna be packing boxes in a skateboard shop because I know that all the skateboard guys will they'll let me pack boxes. They'll just I'll be like fuck. What am I gonna? We, we just let me fucking be homeless. You know, be like yeah. give us a shit job. I'll put the shirt in the box. You know what I mean? I got that. I really <laughs> believed that that was going to happen. And I remember thinking, set. <laughs> I got the box job, mate. <laughs> They'll never fire me from the box job. <laughs> oh, I probably would have got fired too. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This is casual. So you think you'll just train some people? Well, I'm trying to put together a show. I got some guys TV. already. TV. Yeah. And... uh I mean, I have a lot of these young fighters who I didn't realize. <laughs> Wait, a TV? A, they don't even remember show? all this bad stuff. Not exactly. And it's still in the uh, investigatory. If you pitch inquiry. a show and you just get out of prison, do they? Yeah, I know. It's a really, do they look on that and go, maybe not? Or do they go, hey, man, this guy's getting to prison. This could be you know, cooler. The way I look at it is I have to like, I keep scraping good stuff up and keep blocking out the bad stuff. I'm just scraping. I just keep continuously proving that I'm not a madman. You know, it's, it's like very early. You know exactly. that, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, you just got out of prison. I know, but I know. you are in a sober living house. So to me, every day that I talk to you and you still go back to that house, I say you're you're fine by me. Yeah, uh, and, and I feel like this. You're a very creative person, and I think it'll come back. It's like. Uh, you understand this, you know, you plateau and you keep doing it and then all of a sudden the next bar goes up. Yeah. It'll be the same with your, I like your sobriety yeah. and your Look, thinking Look, the clear. biggest challenge that I'm undertaking right now is like wanting everything right now. Everything right now. Yeah. yeah. And and I get that. And that's, that's something that's, that's reported. What surrender is. Exactly, yeah. Because you got to just say, fuck that. I just got to. And I, and I realize that. And I realize I have to be patient and build slowly. But I'm like laying the groundwork for a lot of big things. I know it's not going to happen tomorrow, you know, but, but I, I'm, this is a big step. I appreciate you having me on because it, it's hard to like fight back from a big tidal wave of Google bad publicity. Yeah. Like, how do you do it? That's what, it, that's what got me spiraling. You need to be sorry. I am sorry. Time. Yeah. I, and I, I know. Even I when, even that. when somebody doesn't even understand the picture and you're like, man, this is just an asshole. And what the problem I feel like was, since you've, since you've gone to prison and back, it's got worse. Uh, In the last two years, the people that talk to people on social media, no. it's worse than ever. I yeah. see that. The, yeah. the shit that I hear every day is, I, I, it, it, I did a, a lot on of a thinking good day, about it. A fucking no, no big deal. On a real bad day, these people still fuck with me, man. I like, did a lot of thinking about that. The, the, well, you have to realize, like, I'm sure you're the same as me. I, I do, I look at the internet sometimes. And when I see something I like or something that's great, I go, oh, wow. And I just pass by. If I see something that pisses me off, I'd be more inclined to type. Yeah. Yeah. So Gotta the default to setting it, to the internet is negative. 
yeah. the default setting because we don't outrage fuels clicks. Mm -hmm. If we're pissed, you click on it. If you get baited into a headline, you click on it. But if something just makes you kind of moderately happy, you don't share, like, and subscribe or whatever. Do you feel weird about retweeting porn? Sometimes yeah. I see porn and I'm like, man, that's so cool. And then I feel like if I retweet it, then the people that follow me are going to see that I'm watching. <laughs> what you jack off to? Go well, I don't know. jack off to it. Oh, you don't? How it's can weird. you not? I do. I just see yeah, the bits too, on yeah. Twitter. I don't watch Glad. the whole movie. I see the bit on Twitter and I go, oh, well, it's cool. She's doing that. That's fucking awesome. Oh, you're and a connoisseur. You, you're a connoisseur. I get it. It's like a fine wine. Thing. I watch, I jerk off to porn at home. Oh. But I, not on my phone, on the Twitter. Like I got friends that just post new clip out and it shows like a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I just watch the, the clip. Yeah. yeah, the highlight. Dude, and that's go, your wheelhouse, though. Like, that's you're you're friends with all the like. Remember, all no, I'm not friends with all of them. Some of them nah, I aspire to have sex. With. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> and I understand. both, Jason. Some of them I've had sex with, and some of them because some of them I won't lie. Like sometimes I'll be like, look at all. I got that one, that one, and that one, Katie. <laughs> She's like, good for you, Jason. I'm like, I haven't got that one yet, <laughs> but I'm following her. Checking your she might, porn star she might bingo come card. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I'm pretty gross with that stuff. <laughs> I got in trouble the other day. I hit up a, t a porn star that I thought I was friends with. She tweeted, "Can has anyone got a dick I can use for my OnlyFans? Something mm -hmm. like that. I'm looking I, for a dick to suck on my OnlyFans. Yeah. That was her tweet, right? And I DM'd her and I was like, okay. if you need a dick to suck, I, I, I do that stuff. I have a dick. Yeah. And she goes, <laughs> you're married. I'm like, I know I'm married. Like, I'm. she knows I'm doing this. Weird. And she's like, fucking inappropriate. I'm like, how am I inappropriate? Explain how I'm inappropriate. And then it was like a little bit of a back and forth. And I'm like, look, you're just being crazy. Like, yeah. you said you wanted a dick. And I was like, I'm here. And now I'm like, now I'm inappropriate. You've lost your fucking mind. And then she <laughs> apparently, then she just posted all of the discussion <laughs> on her Twitter. Yeah. Like, That's what it was for. Go, going, men, am I right? And I'm like, yeah, why don't you read the whole thing where it just, I just like politely was like, hey, yeah, if you want. You're married. Yes, I know. She knows I'm married. So men, I'm not cheating. Right? Next question. Men, am I right? Uh, listen. <laughs> And then, like, and then and then Katie, she started DMing Katie. Yeah. And then Katie had to come to my to defend me, going, Yeah, I know. He's tell he told he's allowed to do this stuff. He does it for other girls as well. And she's like, it's fuck what you started to argue with her it about. It was insane. Because I had to like de-escalate and be really polite and like you know, still keep my ground with it. Mm. Like, no, no, no. Like, these were not his intentions. Like, he wasn't trying to be any which way. It's, apparently, she does this shit all the time, though. Like, that's yeah. her thing. Right. Well, well, a porn star being dramatic. I know, but it was just a little bit of men in my right is crazy. That's the craziest part because essentially, what she did was she took a bunch of delicious food to Somalia mm -hmm. and goes, Feast right here. Feast right here. Yeah. No, no, and get off your skinny foot. When all the starving families came over, <laughs> she, she goes, on the face Fuck, are you out of out your out mind? Here, and then tweeted, Somalians, am I right? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. They're pirates. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, right? It's like that's the, maybe it's bad publicity and all the other ones that aren't pirates are super friendly. But it seems like those guys are pretty pissed. Oh, they're gnarly. Yeah, Somalian yeah. pirates are fucking Seafaring nation. I always wanted to be a pirate until like these new age pirates with machine guns and like steel ships oh, showed up. It's way better. But I totally no, like- You don't want like, to be a pirate. Even, even, classic, even classic pirates 
<laughs> they're the biggest historical pussies. You guys are really gonna what? ruin. Think about it. I am thinking my about ass. It. Name name like a like a like a archetype of like a famous you know character. Blackbeard, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah the beard. fucking beard. What? A lot of yeah, he would put the cannon things on there, so it's sparkling. He was scared the shit out of everyone. Ah, with the cutlass. <laughs> He had, Wait, he, had, musket? he had cannons on his beard? No, yeah. The, the, why, what do you call them things? Gunpowder? No, gunpowder. Or no, the... Uh, Dynamite? A wick. Like a... Oh, wicks. Yeah, yeah so his he beard was He would tie that on his beard, scare the shit out, jump off. Ah! And he didn't even have a black I, beard. I'll get, you, I'll get you. I don't want to... I feel like... They're You're going to ruin piracy for me now? would be bad because bitches would be hairy and sweaty. And nah, have, you like, don't fuck bitches tons on of the diseases. Boat. You're missing no. my point. Oh, I'm fucking a on the pirate. Boat. I'm not pirating if I'm not fucking. A pirate on the is a pussy thief that sails around looking for weak people that they can jack. Then when real fucking forces come by, they get obliterated. But that, and they run away. You, you would want to be like a Viking or like I a Mongol. A that's the shit Listen, where it's like Mongols. Anyone coming in our way, we're destroying. About Mongols, in, yeah. Like I read about I had close to two hundred books while I was down. And, Are they great? Uh, and Mongols, oh my god! I just have an orgasm for them. Just thinking about how fun it would be riding horseback with clenching your knee, no salad. I mean, no salad, no sa saddle, saddle, saddle. no okay. saddle, no salads either. Because yeah, you just not. look, you shove some mutton, you shove some mutton into your into your. Uh, uh, vest? I'm, no, no, it's not a vest. It's like a special kind of like shield type. Uh, a mutton like a it's, bird? It's almost like a, almost like a chest plate kind of. Yeah. You put that down in there in a leather thing and, and the body heat cooks it. Oh. You just take that out and eat that on the road. Wait, right? that's fucking lame. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, I'm saying there ain't no fucking 7-Eleven I mean, chest-cooked mutton? Yes, chest-cooked mutton. Right, and you just got, and, I, and I can't get off the horse because if I do, I'm going to get killed. Ellis, right? Let People me tell you me. on this. Instead of shaving, okay, the style was you take your dagger and you cut your face straight down, Ooh. and then just keep cutting That's and funny. keep cutting and keep cutting, so you got no hair. Never have to shave again. Smile. Okay, I'll do that. You know the Mongols were yeah. so unbelievably violent, and their their level of murder is if no. you read it now, you go, "That's impossible. That's there's just no way." But then they you're calling them pussies, though, because they would run away. No, you call pirates pussies. Yeah, okay, but I'm saying, them. but the, by the same logic, you the Mongols would be pussies, too, if they were overwhelmed and and uh, retreated, which was one of their main battle tactics, if you look into the into the history. Right. Is it bad and, to retreat and I'll tell if, you this. Being, if you're the being other, The other thing about Mongols— well, it's, not, retreat, bad, it's right? not bad to retreat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's smart. Another day, right? It's smart. But pirates, their their entire purpose is hit to and retreat. run, baby, hit and run. Okay. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. But let's say that you are a pirate and you do find a town that everyone's weak, and then you fucking kill them all and you take all their shit. Is that not fun? Yeah, you're trying to you're trying to talk us out of fun. Like, amazing. I mean, if we win, we get all the shit. You know what I mean? If we take yeah, it all like, back to the boat. Yeah. And then we, like, get, okay. we get drunk off you all their shit. You got some conquistador bloodline. Up, you bring up a very good point because I was just thinking about- we on the boat. We fuck yeah. all their chicks. I don't understand. No, you're, you bring day. up a good point because I was just thinking about like how cool I mean, it would be to, to be a Viking. And I was like, no, Viking life sucked. Nah. Like if you watch like- like uh, Viking, I don't want to watch Valhalla my face in the water. You're like- Like yeah. the little water pot Those where everybody else did the boogie thing. I'm not fucking washing my face in that. I'd be like, give me another bowl. You know, like <laughs> my own bowl. Nothing personal to all you other Vikings, but I need my own bowl to wash my face. You guys are fucking nasty. Yeah. Cowboy, you even cowboy wash outlaw is better. I know, right? No I'm not washing my fucking face. <laughs> yeah. 
Why do it? I'm yeah. on fucking mushrooms 24-7. I don't even know who I am. I probably killed everybody. I'm probably in a boat by myself. <laughs> Every time I hear a noise, I just start swinging axes. <laughs> I don't think I'd last very long, to be honest. Just nah. get too riled up in the first one. You if know? you're going to pick a historic thing to be, I would be a rich white guy in America in like, 19, oh. in like, in like 1890. Just why? Why 1890? Because, because all you do is fuck chicks and spend yeah, money and everybody 1890, has 1890, nah, bro. You want to go back about 20 years, about 30 years. I reckon now, being wealthy right now and being uh, like bisexual and having the, I have sex with all the walks of life and just <laughs> oh, wiggle on them. You totally could. If you were like William Randolph. I'm just saying I'm doing do it shit. right now. I feel like I'm the king. <laughs> well, the look, king. there's no argument that today, now, is the best time to be yeah, alive. Yeah, because there's all yeah. these people that are expressing themselves sexually where before they just didn't exist. Like, all the people that I see now that I didn't, I'm, some of it I'm not attracted to, but I'm like, whoa, really? You Wow, you exist? It's like, yeah, would you be into it? I'm like, eh, yeah, but I, that's what I said to get out of stuff. <laughs> sure. Probably sure, not, uh, probably not. But yeah, but I don't, say, I don't want to be mean. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm probably busy, but I, I freak out on... Some like a gangster rapper dude who's a girl who wants to hook up with what? me, and I'm like, I kind of want to do that. Yeah, just that, that would never show itself twenty years ago, a hundred years ago. You would never know that they exist. This dude yeah. looks straight up like uh, one of those dudes that does the trap music thing, <laughs> and he has a pussy. <laughs> All right. I right. could win win. Why do I why do I not <laughs> fat yeah. beats and a fat pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. That better be the title of this podcast, <laughs> or else you guys oh are God. all lagging. Aren't you glad you're out? I, so many yeah, opportunities. I'm glad. Listen, I just like learned how to talk again, to be honest. You're like, doing great. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, I like I knew it would come back. <laughs> I was stuck for a while. Like yeah, I, I was like, and and eat shit. Like that was. That was you the have to joke. Be ready to tell everybody to eat shit, so the whole rest of your you always had is to gone. be like on edge, like ready to fucking scream at somebody. Ready, to, it was like the Wild West, or not even. It was even farther back. It was caveman times because when anybody like tried to like get on me, if I like went oh, okay, and then it was like oh he's a bitch, right? Mm -hmm. And there was no way to do that. You can't like, do that. You can't do that. You got uh, so I had to like kind of become a more animal version of myself. But still, see, thinking. I feel like being you and having that in your pocket in prison <laughs> with murderers yeah. was the coolest thing that yeah. the gods could have ever given you. Because everybody else that's us that's like, man, I'm having some issues. I took any drugs nah. with my girlfriend. And, I, and now I'm in fucking like murder prison. No, you tough. ain't that tough. Like know, you're yeah. a tough guy, but you ain't that tough. Yeah. But you, I know from the, all the grappling and the people, I've seen people knee you in the head and shit. You don't fucking <laughs> care. I'm like, these guys can, these guys can, you know what I mean, jump on you and start punching. You'd be like, ah, fucking, you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah. I'll get a single, you know what I mean? You start thinking of shit that they, they're like, this is terror. And you're like, this is fucking Tuesday. Well, it was bitch. like uh, junior high all over again. Like I, I went to like a pretty, like junior Could high. Did you fight in junior in the high? Ghetto. Yeah, I mean, I hadn't trained. Just naturally good? But I, yeah, I was already like, and I had, you had to like act crazy. You had to like go up up and above like what normal society do you think you did that when in your mma career that you tried to act extra crazy when you were in there to be i more think i just was sort that's of. what i was gonna i like kept pumping myself up to go more and more insane and the problem was 
is that once I fucked off my MMA career, my knees started going and like I had all this excess crazy energy. And instead of putting it into eight hours of training a day, now I'm like drinking. Well, like, also you, you, you suffered from something that it's not even your fault. It's actually a gift that you have. And I, I was thinking back when we figured out that we were going to be able to interview you today. I was thinking about your life and like watching old tape and stuff. And I was, I, I was like transformed into my 16 year old self. Hmm. And I remember I was in Miss Pontrelli's math class and I was fucking around with some other guys. Right. And we were just totally being disruptive. And um, she stops the class and she has a fucking meltdown. And she starts yelling at all of us. It was me and this dude, Thomas Rosengren. And she's like, Thomas, Michael, you guys are completely destroying the class for the rest of the kids. Okay? You got to get yourself together. I can't take it anymore. And she goes, Thomas, I, I almost can't even blame Mike because at least he's funny. Oh wow. And she and she's like he he, I mean, he has a certain responsibility to be a fucking cut up. At least that's what he does. You I don't understand. And it's like out of all the MMA fighters, yeah. It's not like you were putting on an act. You're legitimately a funny fucking guy. And <laughs> yeah, like that people like love to point and go, "Look at personality, this Personality, yeah. So it's like they keep throwing bananas at you. The right. monkey keeps doing the dance. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it's the best monkey yeah, at doing it, yeah. you know. So there was a part of you that I I'm sure was not only you know, misplacing this energy. Yeah. You were just doing something that yeah. you're really was, good at. People was, were patting you on the back. Yeah. We, gotta, we gotta go, but just the last thing, he was sometimes fucking stupid with that stuff. He fucking did a, what's up with the thing you do that on someone's head? He did that to fucking, uh, in a UFC fight where he was, was winning and he fucking did it to this dude and then he kept, the dude Bro. came back and won. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, at one Bro. point, you fucking looked at people and went, ee, 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 on the dude's head. I know. Yeah. That's, not, that's not the kill. Do you know I almost fought that dude at the Hard Rock? Uh, yeah. Because of that? Oh like, fucking, he was drunk oh and I was drunk. Who and was I was it? like, I don't know. CB Dalloway? Hate, yeah, CB yeah. Dalloway. Yeah. And he's drunk enough to be like, <laughs> treating me as an equal. And I was like, you fucking suck. He's like, watch your fucking mouth. I'm like, what are you going to fucking do, cunt? And we both like stood there and I'm like, and then he walked oh, away and I'm man. like, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, I, I would have died. And I like, I remember I had my back foot in the, on the, onto the carpet, like fucking go, we'll go. It would have been fun, like, oh, What happened? Yeah. I still oh. think that a guy doesn't like me. Like it was that serious. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, I, I, I'm still holding a grudge against Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully we get that. You can get past that and many other things. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks everybody for listening. Proud of you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep up the thanks. good work, yeah. dude. And thanks for all the love, man. I really appreciate it. I, I man, can't do it without you. Like mm -hmm. uh, I feel, I feel it. I feel, I feel love coming out off the damn internet for a change. You got this. <laughs> all right. All right. See you next week. Hey everybody, Jason Ellis here. Reminding you that we have sponsors and are you groaning right now? Are you sad about it? <laughs> we're hungry. But uh, in case you didn't know, we're sponsored by, by Outlaw Energy. And Outlaw Energy is a new energy drink that is actually kind of good for you. It's, it's got yerba made in it. <laughs> so you know it's good. It's yerba mate for those of you who aren't from Australia. But Jason's right. Katie, what does it have in it? It's all natural caffeine blend of coffee fruit, yerba mate, ginseng, and guarana. I might be slaughtering that, but that, that's as well as I can pronounce it. They also use pure cane sugar, 
in their sugary drinks, but they have sugar-free too, which I personally really enjoy. And they add electrolytes in it to keep you hydrated. One can is 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is like two cups of coffee. And I really appreciate that, as Katie pointed out, the sugar-free is not like a lot of other energy drinks that are sugar-free, but they also have like 10, maybe 20 calories of some other weird artificial sweetener in it. This is legitimate, zero-calorie, sugar-free, ready for you to drink if you're not into the sugar, which is quite moderate, by the way. In the regular Outlaw Energy drink, it's only like 45 calories per serving, plus electrolytes, on a hot day, on a uh, uh, before a big grueling workout, before, before you got a long, before you got a long day at work, it gives you everything you need: the caffeine for the nice jolt, the nice pick me up, the electrolytes to keep you hydrated, and they all taste great. Am I am I shitting you? Super and, tasty. And they are the number one sponsor of Alice Mania nineteen. And the reason that it's going to be so awesome is because they're helping us try to make Alice fam have the best time possible. So I am very appreciative of them existing in my life. It's a great company. We're really, 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 really happy that they sponsor not only Ellis Mania, but the High and Dry podcast. Yeah. Um, they, they make our life great and they should be making your life great as well because look, it's a saturated market. We know, we're not, we're not blind to this. There's a lot of energy drinks out there. I'm a big fan and I really sincerely believe that if you choose Outlaw Energy, you are going to make the right choice. It is the best product on the market. If in you my want to, if you want to know where to go, I just realized, it might not, if you don't have it in the store, just go to their website and then you can order it from them. Be way cheaper and they'll send it straight to your house. You got a code? Uh, yeah, the code is Alice Mate. Alice Mate is the code, I think. And uh, oh, the website, it's the only place that you'll be able to buy Alice Mania 19 tickets. So you might want to check that website out anyway. There you go. There it is, Outlaw Energy. 